Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we are brought to you by so many wonderful sponsors out there. Larry Reyes, Smart Home Mortgage, Pat Pothier, the Greek, Ventiki. Who else? You name it. Sugarbug, Billy Clowers. Janet Spitzler. Did I say Ventiki? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful sponsors. Thank you so much for all of your support. Century 21 Everest. Hello. Of course. Right? Absolutely. Such a gorgeous day outside It's today. always gorgeous, you know. Oh, my when it was gosh. gloomy one day this week, I thought, oh, and it's like, how spoiled can we be, right? We're spoiled. I know. There's right. no question. <laughs> so how was your week? My week was a little crazy. It is always crazy. Well, it, you know, besides managing an office, that wasn't crazy. But um, real estate was crazy in general. So what happened? I sold the property. What'd you sell? I sent, sold St. Lucia. Okay. And um, it is a gorgeous, gorgeous one-story, um, four-bedroom, four-bath. Um, it was on the market for a day. Wait, where? Right up here at the top of Victoria, the very top of Victoria. Oh, wow. Okay. Paradise Estates. Okay. Yeah, great, yeah. great, great. Give us a call, 805-650-1590. We are giving away two tickets to the Reagan Library for, it's called FBI from Al Capone to Al Qaeda guest passes. These are worth about $30 each. Give us a call, 805-650-1590. 805-650-1590. We'll be giving them away um, at the well, actually, I'll be calling afterwards. So get your name in a drawing. Give us a call eight zero five six five zero fifteen ninety. Absolutely. So I still have wisteria. I have a cute little mobile home on the end, um, on the east end, three bedroom, two bath. It is two hundred two wisteria, and I think I told you before the buyer couldn't qualify with the park, and so we were in escrow, and the buyer wants it, and they're all cash, but they couldn't qualify with the park. So we do have a backup offer, but we are taking backup offers on that one. It's one seventy, so it's a great deal. Space rents about seven hundred over there, so that's a really and nice that's deal. Such a nice little park too. Yeah, it's a senior park. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. It really is. I have several buyers that are looking, so mm, yeah, I'm going to just kind of give you a rundown of who they are, because the market is so tight. There's, you know, we we actually have more property on the market now than we did a couple weeks ago because we right. only had like 42. Now we have like 70. Right. So we're like, woo. But they're still have, going. Real they're quick. going. They're flying off the shelf. Yeah. So I have a buyer for income property. Uh, he would like to buy something six units or more, so commercial. And um, would he do Bakersfield? Uh, no, he's from Bakersfield. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting some in Bakersfield. That's why. I asked. Oh, got it. Um, so he would like Ventura County. So he's looking in the entire county, uh, looking for six units or more. Uh, he is doing a 1031 exchange, so he's got a time frame that we have to work with. And then I've got. Um, a young family that is looking for a three-bedroom, two-bath, one-story, in Ventura or Camarillo, oh. under 600, which good is luck. a tough, tough thing right. to do, yeah. right? They're going to be, I hope they have good financing or cash because they're going to be among several, several, several bidders. Yes. And they're going to have several, several offers. Exactly. And then I have another buyer that is looking for um, a duplex. So they want to rent one and live in one. Bakersfield? No. Darn <laughs> I have, I have two duplexes, two fourplexes, two triplexes coming up in a house. They're in Bakersfield. So I'm going to be moving my office to Bakersfield. Oh, for, my gosh. I'm just Casey. kidding. But I'll be working from here. But um, I have buyers, too. I have buyers for Camarillo, um, Oxnard, under 600 each. Um, I have a buyer for the Hillside, 1.5, once of you. So just, you know, we have tons of buyers, not a lot of stuff to show them, though. Right. Well, the other thing I wanted to talk about is... What's changing? Open houses. Open houses. 
we get to door knock. We just got the green light that we can have open houses, which I think is really interesting. I mean, I, I'm glad. Um, but some of the rules, I like like everything with this whole pandemic, don't make a lot of sense. You know, you, you can have everyone in, and they don't have to wear a mask if they've all been vaccinated. Correct. Correct. But we as a- agents cannot ask them if they've been vaccinated because that goes against the HIPAA bio. We can't ask them. So That's the correct too. owner has to be there and the owner can ask everyone if they've been vaccinated. And what if someone lies? I mean, well, you, you, you you're not going to know I, that. It, I just think it's funny. You know, it's like, I just think it's funny. So what the rule is. And they is, can have as many people as they want and they can all be real close to each other, which I'm happy. That's great. It's just funny to me. It's just all these right, arbitrary no, rules. It's just there's no physical distance. Someone's going to get COVID and then they're going to ban open houses again. <laughs> well, no. you know, there's a there's a variant out there that's very, very uh, concerning. And um, maybe we'll have Dr. Mark come back and talk about that because it is very concerning. However, our rules are changing on Tuesday. And so, yes, we do not have to wear masks. We can do open houses. We can now door knock, which we've always been able to do. We are licensed solicitators. And... Um, but we couldn't during COVID. We couldn't we, during we door COVID. drop. We could drop stuff, but we couldn't knock. That's correct. Um, we don't have to clean somebody's house anymore when somebody touches a wall or a light switch or a well, that's knob good, huh? or a you know a handle. We don't have to go behind you and we clean. We don't have to post the um, the rules. We don't have to say you could get COVID if you enter this property. We had right. to post Thank the goodness rules before, for that. right by the front door. Yeah, and we no longer have to do a PED. So a PED is. Um, it's an acronym for a, a form that had to be signed by everyone who would be in the house, including agents, inspectors, and stuff. Just basically acknowledging that we all know that you can get COVID. So it's all for legal purposes. It's all, you know, litigious. I mean, it really is. It's just to say that you can't sue the owner if you get COVID at the house because you knew that there was a chance you could get COVID, even though who knows where you got COVID. I mean, like I said, everything I is so confusing. It, it was just a liability form, basically. Yeah. And and we don't have to do that anymore. So that's exciting for us because mm-hmm. you was you weren't able to even make an appointment and get into the mm-hmm. property without sending a PED that was signed by the buyer first. Right. So if you drove by a in. house that was open for some reason, you couldn't, couldn't go, in. go in. You had to get something signed. So it's a little bit easier for us, um, but I still think it's a little confusing. But I'm glad that open houses are, you know, again, it's a way for us to meet potential buyers, people to go in the houses. And so... Um, Maybe there won't be so many offers then because people, I think, were throwing offers at everything because they wanted to make sure they could get in, but maybe they didn't even get to see the property and really know that they wanted it. Well, and that was the case. I mean, there was plenty of times where we wrote offers that no one saw it. They saw it online. Yeah. They saw the photos. And that's nothing like seeing it in person, you know. Right. So, interesting. So it'll be interesting to see how that actually goes. Right. And all of the tiers, so the purple tier, the blue tier, orange tier, all of those tiers are no longer in effect as of Tuesday. I never even understood what the tiers stood for. Well, it was basically allowing people uh, to have an open, like restaurants were open 25%. Right, but I never understood the different tiers. You know, they say, we're in the red tier. Okay, what does that mean, you know? It means there's higher restrictions. And that's basically what that is. So we don't have restrictions anymore as of Tuesday. So that's exciting. Now, is Tuesday, is that the day that we take the masks off? Is that the 15th? Okay, that's why. Okay. And then a seller can always say, I don't want somebody in my house unless I have a negative test or I have But see, a we card. can't say that because we then can't say that. that's a HIPAA violation. Right. But we the seller can't say can that. because the seller can then be sued by the potential person who's being you know, asked that because really they could say, I don't want to give you that information. Right. 
And so then we, just, we can't deny somebody coming in an open house. So if somebody comes in an open house and says, I, I don't have a mask, I don't want to wear one, then we have to give them options. So the option is to wear a shield or the option is to go virtual. It sounds like a movie. It's I know, right? Silly, yes. <laughs> There's so many, many rules. But the good news is, is our restrictions have been lifted. And as of Tuesday, we can go back to somewhat normal in selling real estate, which is that's great just amazing yeah right? i should say happy birthday to my daughter i forgot it's today's her birthday and she was up all night excited for it to turn midnight so she's home sleeping right now because she's exhausted and then you know at five she got up she goes i want to watch the sunrise she just turned 13 <laughs> and so i thought oh cute and now she's dead to the world because she stayed up too late so she turned 13 today happy birthday parker um, she's probably not listening. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. And my nephew also turned 20 today. Oh. So he is also asleep, by the way. Of course. Because he partied last night with his friends. And, of course, he is sleeping now, too. And he probably will sleep until 1. It's just how he does it. Yeah. Right? right. On a weekend. Right. <laughs> Give us a call, 805-650-1590. 805-650-1590. Two awesome guest passes to the Reagan Library to see from Al Capone to Al-Qaeda. And give us a call, 805-650-1590. Absolutely. And I will say, too, congratulations to the class of 2021. Oh, Lots yeah. of graduations this week. Uh, my, my niece graduated from Balboa, and we did a virtual graduation, drove through the entire campus, and at the end, she got her picture taken, and then we left. I was like, okay, that was good. But, you know, you have to participate, right? Yeah. And so that was a lot of fun. She's very excited to go to high school. Oh, where's she going? She's going to go to Buena. Okay. Yep. So she's going to be a Buena girl. All right. So we have a great show lined up for you today. We have Larry Reyes from Smart Home Mortgage. He is going to talk to us about all of the different financing uh, situations going on and uh, what has changed. Uh, we also have Dr. Tony O'Donnell. He is the owner of Radiant Greens. And he is going to talk about the psychological aspects of wearing a mask and now not wearing a mask and what the aftermath is and um, as we mandate that we don't have to do that anymore as of june 15th uh, he's going to tell us a little bit about that and then we're real excited to have Lori singer with us she is um, a psychotherapist and she has written a new book called you're not crazy and we're real excited to have her she's going to tell us all about her profession and all about her book so stay tuned we will be right back this is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 805- 
853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Larry Reyes with us from Smart Home Mortgage. He is one of the best lenders that I have ever worked with. He is amazing. He can get things done that nobody else can. Yeah, he, I called him. I was out um, at a listing appointment this week, and I called him because I had a quick question about um, if you sell your house and you make more than 400000 and you're you know, a married couple, you know, you're going to pay capital gains. Well, he was telling me that if they invest in the next year, I think it was year. Was that right, Larry? Correct. Yeah, then they can you know, somehow wipe out some of that. But you know, I called him at a listing appointment. How great does that look? And I got an answer right away. So thank you, Larry. You are the, a star. Absolutely. No problem. How are you ladies doing? Good. We're doing great. It's super busy. How about for you? It is super busy. We are, <laughs> you know, it's, it's probably one of the busiest times I've ever seen. And I've been lending for the last 20, gosh, 20 plus years. I feel like I'm working almost to midnight every night. Really? You know, or later, just to make sure that everything is, you know, going to close on time and communication is getting done and everybody knows what's going on. And Is it the, the rates? Are, because there's not know, a lot of inventory, so I would think there wouldn't be a ton of deals, but is it the rates and probably refis, right? It, it's refinance transactions are really overwhelming right now. Because the values are going up so quickly oh, on yeah. homes right now, we're seeing so many people come in and just want to refinance, consolidate debt, pull cash out, remodel their home. Yeah. Put it in a pool. Uh, so a lot of construction going on. We're noticing. We're doing a lot of renovation programs, which are the uh, you know again the remodeling of the the home of, of anything that you really need. We're doing two of them right now. They're doing new pools. Um, and so it's really it's just it's an interesting time. We're doing products that we haven't done in a long time, um, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. How is COVID affecting the refi market? Is it? You know, COVID is still around. I definitely have to say COVID is still around. And really the only people that are being affected, unfortunately, are Mm self-employed. So we're still seeing it's uh, very difficult for self-employed buyers and and borrowers to get qualified and close a transaction up. It's getting done. It can be done. I just tell my self-employed borrowers, you know, be patient with us because we're going to ask you for a lot of documentation. And it's going to seem silly. Um, but the banks require it. It's it a, it's just a that's for refis too or purchases? Both. Really? Finance or purchases. We have to document these self-employed borrowers. It's, it's, it's silly, some of the stuff we ask for. I mm-hmm. really believe it is. But yeah. I require it. We need right. it. It's just like our documentation for real estate. We have all these forms you got to sign out, and they almost yeah. all sound alike. And we're like, I know. Believe exactly. me, I know. You know, didn't I already sign this? It seems like you did, but you didn't. You have to sign the other right. side too, and that's crazy. Right. 
And then yeah, we get, then, get new forms here pretty soon. We're going to have a new RPA, and we're going we to are? have... We are. We oh, are. great. And um, it is coming out in October. We'll start training on it in August. And we have 11 revisions to existing forms. So well, we, that should be we fun. Through that. Yeah, we went through that right in the beginning of COVID. Oh, wow. In March, we had to switch over our application that we've been using since the beginning of time. And now they changed over our application it was mandatory that we started using the new one back in March. So we really had a fun time <laughs> during COVID. And then we had a new application. And then, of course, all of our loan operating systems were not prepared for this new application. And there was just uh, a bunch of you know, issues at the time. So it was just not. So, Larry, I have a question for you. So for self-employed people, are you having to verify their income, like, on a monthly basis? Or yes. are you still able to... So you can't like go do income Taxes. over two years or like we used to so, do. So they're doing everything. So think of this: so on a self-employed borrower, we need to have the most of the time two years tax returns. Sometimes we can get away with one year's tax return if you've been in the business for five plus years, and you need your CPA to write a letter saying yes, they've been doing uh, this business for five plus years. Then we can get away with a one-year tax return. Wow. Right, because uh, then you put the CPA's license on the line. Exactly. So if we have a normal self-employed borrower, whether it be, you know, a four years or five years, normally it's two years tax returns plus a year-to-date P&L plus three additional month bank statements to go with it. And they're going to look at that P&L and they're going to look at those three months bank statements and say, does this go together? Does it make sense? This person's saying he's making you know, 20000 a month, but in deposits, I'm only seeing 10 So now we have a problem. And now they look at it as, I'm not going to approve this file. We have declining income. So it's really difficult for people that are self-employed that have seasonal income. You know, so even like realtors, you know, sometimes maybe it picks up more in the summer. So the beginning of the year, they don't really have any uh, closed sales yet. But normally by the end of the year, they have, you know, five, seven, 10 plus sales at the end of the year. Well, they don't look at that. And unfortunately, they won't approve your loan. And, well, in the future, I'm going to make money. Yeah, we're not going to take that. Right. So we need to see it on paper now that you have been receiving this income. Your P&L is super important, and it needs to be in line with your bank statement. Like with realtors, can you say, um, will they have something in escrow, or is that too vague? Yes, with realtors, uh, I've done a couple of real estate transactions for realtors actually recently, and they're looking for uh, in contract, and it can't be your own transaction. So you can't say like, "Well, I'm buying, buy, you know, I'm buying a house for myself, or I'm refinancing a house for myself." No, it needs to be, you know, I'm in contract. I have a couple of listings, um, or I'm in escrow. If they have absolutely no transactions, I tell them, "Let's just wait." Yeah, please get into a, a brand new, get a brand new listing. Get a get into some type of an escrow so that I can show them the listing agreement and I can show them the CD if needed, the LE if needed, whatever it may be, to show that you have an active transaction going on. Okay. And then another thing just to kind of say is they do look at social media for self-employed borrowers. Oh, they do. So again, they're really analyzing these self-employed borrowers and making it tough. If we have a self-employed borrower... For example, uh, it could be a realtor again. 
not posting anything on Facebook or posting negative things like, oh, the market's really tough right now. I'm, I'm really looking out for buyers or I'm really this or, you know, and it sounds negative. That could be a problem on, on approving wow. your loan. So they're looking at those things. So watch what you uh, post, huh? Wow. Yeah, watch what you post because it is, you know, uh, public information and they find it. And if it's a negative uh, sounding situation, they don't want to approve the loan. And if they don't see that you're marketing yourself, they question that. And, you know, why isn't she, you know, posting any type of comments about real estate? And, you know, how active is she really, you know, in this business? And they they think about it before they approve these transactions. So it's, it's tough. And so is that is that true for any business that you're self Any business. So, like, for instance... A doggy daycare. If if that doggy daycare, doggy daycare is not posting that they have a hundred dogs, or you uh-huh. know, like this weekend is issue. so booked, we can't, you know, yep. we can't fit one more dog into our There's an doggy issue. daycare. Yeah. They're looking wow. for those. They're looking for those postings. They're saying if you're self-employed, why would not? Uh, basically, their thought is if you're self-employed, why would you not use free marketing? Yeah. Social media is the largest free marketing platform for any self-employed borrower. It costs absolutely nothing to open up a Facebook account, a Instagram account, a, you know, a TikTok or whatever it may be and market yourself. Wow. And so most self-employed borrowers do that. Some are not so tech savvy, unfortunately, and some don't. And that could be the issue on approving their loan. So it really, really gets down to some strange underwriting requirements for self-employed borrowers. So it still is tough. It's good for us to know, though, to tell our clients, you know, post positive things. You know, don't don't be negative. You oh know, yeah, yeah. They may just reviews. be commenting. You know, there's reviews. No They're looking for reviews. You know, we all we all depend on our reviews for people to you know look at our our history, and people look at reviews all the time. Well, so do the underwriters. Right. And they're looking at those things too. So. It's um, it's it's just we just have to be very careful for self-employed borrowers. I have to look at their profile before I, you know, look at their two years tax returns and say, oh, it's, it looks wonderful. Your P and L looks wonderful. Well, I also have to go to social media and go, okay, this looks good too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like silly stuff that we're doing. <laughs> we really are, and that's actually what we call ourselves in the office. I always train that way when I have a new loan officer or I have somebody ask me questions. I just tell them we we are like investigative, uh, you know, private investigators. Right. We have to look for everything online, start searching. If someone says they're self-employed, well, pull it up and see if you can find their business license online. Is there a partner on there? Because now they're going to cut the income in half and say, well, there's a partner. So we're going to go 50%, you know, and now we have a drop in income. So there's so many things that we have to look for um, as a lender now, just to make sure that these clients are really, really, truly qualified. That's crazy. So how are the rates? The rates are fantastic. Wow. Um, Amazing. They're fantastic. They're great. A lot of jumbo programs are coming back into the market. We just got released a 5% down jumbo program. So, you know, that's a $1.5 million home with only 5% down. Oh, my gosh. Now, of course, rates are never going to be fantastic on those uh, aggressive programs like that. But they're out there and they're available. And it's a great way for people to get into the door and then refinance these things in the future into a much better rate because the values keep going up. Now, again, we can't go into the 2008 situation and, and hope that it's always going to keep going up. 
and we're always going to have a lot of equity. But, um, you know, right now that is what a lot of people are doing is they are getting into these homes with some of these kind of strange financing programs and then refinancing in as little as three to six months into a, a much normal program. Great. Larry, you are so awesome. Tell people where they can find you. They can find us at the tower in Oxstar, the large tower, the Morgan Stanley building on the main floor. We're at 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105, and our phone number is 805-853-3030. All right, Larry, have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Give Thank us a you. Call. Talk to you later. Bye. Give us a call, 805-650-1590, 805-650-1590. We're giving away two guest passes to the Reagan Library from Al Capone to Al Qaeda. Um, so that display, which could be awesome, worth about 30 bucks each, give us a call, 805-650-1590. We're also going to be giving away the book that Lori Singer has written. It's called You're Not Crazy. You're going to want to stay tuned because she's going to tell us all about that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pathiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. We have many homes in life, the homes we live in, the homes we visit, the homes we dream about, and sometimes home, well, it's just a feeling. At Sugarbug Orthodontics, they are on the cutting edge of oral care technology. Sugarbug offers a variety of services for you and your family's orthodontic needs. Invisalign, digital x-rays, interceptive ortho, all while making you feel at home. Sugarbug Orthodontics, welcome home. Parker's getting her braces there. We will follow her progress. Give them a call, 805-985-2400. That's 805-985-2400. Yes, you can still move, downsize to the right size, and do it all gently and, most importantly, safely, as many have throughout this pandemic with gentle transitions, California's moving magicians. Just give us a call at 800-619-3049. That's 800 619 3049 or email at com, and you're on your way to your new home. This is the most dangerous year for landlords in U.S. history. On January 1st, 24 new bills came into effect putting landlords right here in Ventura in jeopardy of jail time, massive fines, and losing their homes. COVID-19 made it worse. I'm Janet with Hormatic Property Management. If you haven't made massive changes to the way you treat your investment this year, we need to talk. Don't be a statistic. Schedule your consultation today at formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. That's formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KBTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we, we have we have Dr. Tony O'Donnell on the line. He is uh, going to talk to us about masks. So, hey, Dr. Tony, how are you? Good morning, beautiful ladies. How are you doing this beautiful day? Good. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm blessed, thankful, grateful. Did you get the vaccine, doctor? No, 
You're not you know, I would never do that. And, and here's, wh- here's why. And I, I, I have so much I want to say, but because of time constraints on the radio, I can't do it. You know, vaccines are wonderful in a crisis situation. We are not in a crisis situation, despite the fact that all these so-called medical experts, the CDC, Fauci, uh, WHO, have all been telling us, and they've all been wrong, because um, JAMA has proved it. Uh, JAMA, Journal of American Medical Association, has proved it. So the vaccines are experimental, they're biological weapons, and it's very damaging to the heart, to blood pressure, to your overall sense of well-being and health. If you have a pre-existing condition and getting a vaccine, you're doubling your chance of having a heart attack, and that's been proven now from all the science that's come out from around the world. I know that as a doctor, and all all my doctor colleagues, we all talk about it. So vaccines are only supposed to be used in a time of major crisis. We haven't had a major crisis in this country in a long, long time. What happened to the flu? Where did the flu go? So the same number that died from the flu is COVID. COVID is SARS-2. So a lot of controversy, a lot of anger, a lot of angst, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. And, of course, it's humiliating for people to wear a mask because of uh, the dogma and the compliance that's associated with it. I was in Ojai, California, fairly recently, and I saw a lady really struggling with wearing a mask. And I said, it's okay. You can take it off just Thank you so much for being so kind. People want to do it out of respect, and we're all tend to, we all tend to be very respectful people here in this country, generally. And so people are being forced into doing something that doesn't work, according to the Journal of American Medical Association. So no vaccine for me, never. I just think it's interesting, too, when they say it's the honor system. You know, if you've been vaccinated, take the mask off. Well, <clears throat> I would think, you know, not everyone's honest. You know, like what, last weekend they were saying, who's honest on their driver's license for their weight? You know, so most people are going to say, I was vaccinated. Take the mask off, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the interesting thing, I was at the local grocery store the other day, and it said, even if you've been vaccinated, still wear your mask. What's the point? I mean, it's absolutely the most ridiculous thing. We'll look back in this 10, 15, 20 years from now and think, oh, my God, we've been duped. We really have been fooled. And all all us in the medical field, we all know that. Sure, there's a virus out there, but it's not as if the virus is living breathing in your face every moment of every single day and wearing a mask not only from a psychological biological physiological mental emotional social aspect um, there is significant humiliation for a lot of people their sense of self-esteem goes down you suppress your immune system you weaken your body those of us who are overweight uh, that's what the SARS-CoV-2 goes after people who have a tremendous weight problem SARS tends to affect those people more so than ever before people of color are heavily affected as a result of gaining more weight and uh, from from a from a totalitarian from a uh, biological perspective and from an overall perspective full spectrum perspective uh, we really have been doing so what do you do when you go into the store do you, are you wear, obviously wearing a mask because they're enforcing it but i tend not to go anymore i'll go to farmers markets and i avoid them so there's a lot of places that are opening up i was in texas a year ago, June, I was on Daystar Television, which is just absolutely fantastic. It's a Christian station all over the world. And uh, they weren't wearing any masks then. So, I mean, everybody was walking around doing their thing. Listen, if you're sick and you know if you're sick and you have an issue and you're sneezing and coughing, you stay at home, just like when you have the flu and you have the cold. But obviously, I wear, I wear the mask if I have to. Absolutely, have to do it out of respect to other people. I went to a store yesterday, and the lady said, you don't have to wear your mask. We have to wear it, but you don't have to wear your mask. I said, oh, thank you so much. I said, I'm just doing it out of respect. Actually, it was at the Tesla dealership. I was having uh, something uh, looked at on, on my car. They were so nice and so respectful. So there, there's been a lot of issues, for sure. But uh, from 
from a whole perspective of self-esteem, dogma, compliance, uh, we've, we, we've really been compliant. Uh, when I tell my dog to sit, he sits. We've been told to sit and stand, turn left, turn right, eat this, do this, don't do this, don't do that. We've been very compliant most of the time, but from a, from a health standpoint, we've really damaged our health tremendously, particularly with uh, oxidative stress, free radical damage, those asthmatic conditions that I mentioned earlier. Uh, people are really angry, they're upset, their stress levels have been through the roof, they've gained a lot of weight, and there's been a lot of domestic disputes and violence, there's been a lot of suicides, especially among the young. It's, it's really been a very damaging thing, and Mr. Fauci has been wrong on every level and has been proven so now. So will you go back to the stores then without your mask on Tuesday? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. I, I don't, and plus, plus the mask has a lot of polyester, polyester in it, and has a lot of chemicals in it, and uh, it's not very good for you unless you have a natural mask made of cloth that is healthier for you. But all these masks are all synthetic in nature, so that actually makes your situation worse because you're actually rebreathing, you know, you're rebreathing all that recycled air, which is actually causing more damage than good. Exactly. So, Dr. Tony, I'm just, you, you had mentioned there's a lot of psychological um, aftermath of this. You know, what do you think that is? Well, you know, uh, people, people still want to wear the mask. Over 80% of the U.S. population still want to wear the mask because they're not aware because the media has done a hatchet job on telling people, you know, you see all the stories that have come out on CNN. They were telling, show all the deaths, show all the deaths, turn it up, turn it up, scare the people, scare the people. Uh, Project Veritas, they did a undercover hit on CNN. That's why the ratings have dropped 70%. I won't be surprised if Jeff Bezos doesn't buy them by the end of next week because he's already put an offer in to buy them for $8 billion because that network has destroyed its total credibility because they've been exposed for their lies and deceit. Wow. I'm in the media. You Dr. in the Tony, media. Dr. tell people where they can find you. Radiantgreens.com. Radiantgreens.com. Poor self-esteem, gaining weight, humiliation, uh, compliance, all these anger, stress. When people find out the truth, they're really going to be really upset. So Radiant Green with an S. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. God bless you, ladies. Bye-bye. All right. Well, coming up, we have Lori Singer. She is an author. She is um, a psychotherapist and a marriage therapist and has many, many degrees in a personal consulting business. And she is going to be talking about her new book called You're Not Crazy. But give us a call, 805-650-1590, 805-650-1590. We're giving away two guest passes to the Reagan Library, free. Give us a call, 805-650-1590. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine. 805-853-3030. 
This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590. KBTA, I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Lori Singer with us today. She is an award-winning, licensed marriage family therapist, board-certified and applied behavioral analyst, and holds a Master of Science degree. Tongue twisters, right? I know, right? Very impressive. She was motivated by the tragic son of, death of her son in the late 80s, and she has since devoted her life and the field of mental health. In memory of her son, Lori has created a Child of Life program at Children's Hospital of Los Angeles to provide for the developmental, social, and emotional needs of hospitalized youth and their families. Oh, my gosh. So welcome, Lori. You're going to make me cry, huh? Glad to have you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So what happened, if you don't mind me asking, with your son? Um, With um, my son, he became sick when he was just before his second birthday and we didn't know what was going on and he actually had a tumor that was crushing his spine he went paralyzed and my husband and i um stayed at the hospital with him at children's hospital at the time and um our his five-year-old sister was with us when she could be but we had very close friends that and relatives that took care of her but what my husband and I noticed at the hospital was that the kids that were staying there, they really didn't have anything to play with as far as games or at that time it was watching videos and the siblings that came like our daughter, there was no toys for them either and there was no help, therapeutic help to help the family, to help the kids, to help the siblings. So Just all sadness, all dealing with tragedy, okay? Right, and really not even dealing with it because they didn't have anybody that would facilitate that at that time. Um, they did their best, and it was a great hospital, but we felt that there was a need for the kids that were staying there to have some toys to do something while they were there and for the siblings as well. And so my husband and I, um, shortly after his death, we had a fundraiser, a memorial event, and all the money was given to Children's Hospital. And we still, to this day, this will be the 35th year that we've had it. And uh-huh. so, and from that, Children's Hospital contacted us and they said, we'd like to actually start a child life program so that we'll get counselors in here that could help the families that are going through difficult times and individuals that support the kids that have cancer and the families and the siblings. And so out of it has come something positive and helping other families. That's that's wonderful. And so how did you get to the book then? Yes. So um, it's been quite a journey. Uh, While we were at the hospital with my son, I really wanted to help other families. And that's where it kind of took on a life of its own. And Then through the community, I ended up running for the uh, junior college, uh, Oxnard Junior College, and graduated from there, went to UCLA, and I, this whole, my whole career, my whole life has just really taken on a life of its own. I I really didn't plan it out, it just kind of just kept going, and um, 
I ended up now, I have a company where I provide behavioral services for individuals with developmental disabilities, and um, we're helping the county, we help a lot of families. And in that, I also have private clients as well, the different physicians and psychologists in the area through the years, they would say, you know, your two modalities of therapy, the cognitive behavioral therapy and the behavioral therapy, make such an impact and they change people's lives. You really should write a book. And so in 2020, I decided I was going to write a book. And the book is actually written in a way where somebody could pick it up and they read through the cases. The, it explains the different cases and the different disorders and how I applied those two techniques, which are very solution focused. Um, to their own personal behaviors that they would want to work on. There's a workbook in the back, and it explains step-by-step step on how to, how to utilize the strategies and the tools in the workbook, in the back of the book. I love it. And we're giving a book away today, we right? We are. We are giving a book away today. So give us a call, 805-650-1590, 805-650-1590. Or you can go to our Facebook page and message us that you would like a copy of the book. We'll put your name in a drawing. It's a beautiful book. Okay, so tell us more about the book. So you say it's different cases? Right. So what I decided to do was I picked, um, I think it was six different disorders that uh, the case studies are. And the case studies are written in a way where... Even if it was about you, you wouldn't know it was about you. It, it kind of dramatized it a little bit mm -hmm. and changed the characters, changed you know the family situation, but the premise of the case is still the same. So I have one um, on anxiety, agoraphobia, obsessive compulsive disorder, excoriation, which is skin picking, uh, fetishism, and conversion disorder. So what that is, how does anxiety manifest itself in and that comes out differently with each person. And one might start to skin pick, and then they would become so damaging that it would leave scars or permanent body, you know, markings that you can't get rid of. Uh, also, during this whole time with the pandemic, there's been an increase uh, that I've seen with my practice with anxiety. And you just had somebody on before that was talking about masks and how that creates anxiety. And it, it's there's tends to be so much anxiety that they're afraid to go out of the house, that fear of going out now, which is agoraphobia that's associated with the pandemic. And there's also uh, financially, you mm -hmm. know, there's that, you know, where if you've lost your job or if you can't work and the homeschooling is another part of the pandemic. The parents and the kids, I've seen a lot of an increase in the younger children and teens coming in to see me where now they have this, now they're, they're experiencing anxiety which they didn't have before. They're even talking some of them about self-harm and suicide that we're getting from a lot of the younger you know, I know my, my daughter's 13, like I said, she turned 13 today, and this last year has been so challenging yes. because, first of all, she had the virtual classroom, you know, which was, I mean, it was just horrible. You know, she'd get up, be in her bed, and, you know, on the computer, or go in the other room, and it was like, in half-hour classes here and there, whatnot. But then when they opened the school back up, I noticed she didn't want to go back to school. Not, I mean, I don't think she was afraid of COVID, but I think it's the unknown. And so she would literally, they had testing one week. She called me and she was almost sick. She said, I, I'm nervous, I'm nervous. And I think it was just because they were so, 
you know, I don't know that she was nervous to take the test, but she was just nervous because it was foreign to her, all this home, you know, being home and then go back to school and wear a mask all day. And like every, they don't know what's going to hit them next. So I noticed that, you know. Well, it's the isolation, Tracy. Yeah. And, and that's what happens. Um, you know, the longer you engage in a behavior, the harder it is to change. Right. So the longer that we're isolated from others and that our norm has changed, it's harder to get back to the way it was. Right. It's hard for individuals and and younger children will express their anxiety differently than we might as adults. So they will experience it um, physiologically where they'll get a stomach ache, a headache. Yes. You know, where they say, I can't go to school. I don't feel good. Yeah, she didn't feel good. She wanted me to come get her because she had a, a stomach ache. And she right. was nervous about the test. And I, you know, it was just like you said, she's used to being isolated. And, you know, that becomes normal. And, and so we've also, um, what I've noticed is a lot of um, young adults and teens who now have more uh, body dysmorphic disorder because they're looking at themselves more they're taking more yes. selfies they're spending more time online and more eating disorders these are all self-harm yes it's, it's horrible it is it's very sad but the you know the upswing of it is that this book actually will help the family and it's treated the book wants the family to work together as a That's unit good, yeah. if you have a partner if you have a family you take the data together and it's step by step on yes. how to implement this and it's, it's very very effective I want to take a quick break and then come back and we're going to talk about the book and talk about the ways that we can help people like, you know, my daughter and I'm um, help her get through this time. These times are tough, right? They are. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, but first give us a call 805-650-1590. We're giving away a copy of the book called You're Not Crazy, right? You're Not Crazy. Give us a call. It's a beautiful book, by the way. You're beautiful thank too. You. Well, thank it's you. called <laughs> You're Not Crazy, 805-650-1590. We're also giving away two free guest passes to the Reagan Library. It's called FBI from Al Capone to Al-Qaeda. So give us a call, 805-650-1590. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. 
Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And give us a call, 805-650-1590. You just have a few more minutes to get your name in two drawings. We're giving away this awesome book called You're Not Crazy. We have the author in the studio. She's going to talk to us more about the book and the workbook. And then give us a call. Also, we have two free guest passes to... FBI, it is from Al Capone to Al-Qaeda at the Reagan Library. Give us a call, 805-650-1590. So, Lori, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, you are wonderful. amazing. Thank you for having me. And sure. I'm just so thrilled that you were giving away one of your books. And so let's just continue that conversation. The other thing I want to say that all of you should know is that Lori was uh, recognized by the Ventura County Autism Society for... Um, what was it? For, it was for providing behavioral services so with adults with autism. That's very nice. Good. You deserve yeah, it. Yeah, it absolutely. Nice. So this wonderful book, we talk about, you know, what's going on with these kids or, you know, anyone right now, right? And then take us through, you know, your suggestions then. Okay. So um, if we want to look at, you know, I, I discussed a little bit the two modalities, which are cognitive behavioral therapy and behavioral therapy. So the cognitive behavioral therapy is how do we change those negative thoughts inside our head that because they tend to take a life on of their own and me start off small, like with your daughter, Tracy, if we use her for an example, sure. you know, um, where she maybe had an irrational thought about going back to school or, you know, that she was feeling uncomfortable about it. And how do we stop that from happening? Uh, when I first started my practice, I was working with younger kids as an internship, and we had this game where they would run from base to base. They would go first base, check it out, go to second base, is it safe, and then go home. And so I thought, because I was experiencing my own anxiety, which I talk about in the book, and I thought to myself, I need something more than just changing my thought process. I need a visual. I need something. And that where the environment, that's where the ABA um, behavioral therapy comes into play. I thought, what about a signal? A signal has three colors. Red means stop. Yellow means make a choice. And green means go. So what I worked in the book and with my clients is when you start to get a negative thought, think of a signal. Think of the color red, stop whatever you're thinking or doing. Think of the color yellow, yellow means make a choice. Make a choice to think of something positive. Things are getting better, they're opening up, we're gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. And then green, go, use a strategy, take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. Take three deep breaths, you know, and then, then move forward. And if you're not ready to move forward, go back to yellow again mm -hmm. until you can move forward. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's absolutely awesome. And it's simple. Yeah. It is, and, and I, I see this in adults too because you know when what we do for a living we are the last person that basically brings whatever's happening together right in if somebody's estate. passed away the house right. gets sold if somebody's getting divorced you know or if someone's getting sold, married they're buying a house or they have a baby they're buying they're getting you know upsizing so we're always in a stressful situation and I see adults you know, retracting and staying home and not wanting to go anywhere. They've always been a social person in the past, but now all of a sudden, they they are not wanting to go do that. They're wanting to stay home. They they well, feel it becomes safe the in norm. Their... Yeah, I think that they're that's what they're used to. They say once you do something for thirty days straight, it, but it, it's um, a habit. So well, now we have a year and a half. Yeah, yeah right. So that's a long habit. You see, that's what I'm a long habit. Yeah. Yeah, but you can see how if someone does something every day, like smokes, every day for 30 days, then 31, 32, 30, then it's 70, and it's like, break it, you know? Exactly. And, and then there's also a piece, there's a 
there's uh, quite a few different strategies in there, one of them being the signal plan. Um, the other one is called a motivational story. And what that is is you fill in the blanks. I have a form in there. And it's how to, what are you good at? Where do you want to be? And that motivational story is supposed to be read in the morning and in the evening to kind of reboot your mind and put those positive thoughts in there and focus on the positive instead of the negative. Mm -hmm. So changing your environment would be the behavioral part of it, putting up different visuals, which are also in the book, visuals to remind you that you are moving forward. You can do this. Mm -hmm. and also the um, signal plan, and there's a schedule in there. There's quite a bit of information. In so what's the workbook? That is, so that's the toolkit. Okay. So the toolkit is um, utilizing the signal plan, writing your own motivational story, getting together as a team. There's data collection. So mm -hmm. family is going to take data on the behavior, and the individual themselves will take data on the behavior. And from that data is how you actually get the information to write your own motivational story and put together your own treatment plan. Okay. So it's pretty exciting. It is exciting. So like me as a parent, I could read this and help yes. my daughter or her friends because they're kind of all like that now. You know, they're nervous about going back. And, and now school's out. So now <laughs> what? I mean, now they're just going to be home all the time again, you know, because they're not really out doing stuff, right? I mean, they have dance camps and stuff, but not every day, all day. So they're home again. Right. You know? So in the schedule, you would write in that schedule, for example, it's a daily slash weekly schedule. You would write, you know, read your motivational story in the morning, practice your signal plan, and then something to get them out of their comfort zone, go out to lunch with friends, go to a movie. So mm -hmm. that would be part of their plan because then you're slowly integrating them back mm -hmm. to where they feel comfortable being out in public again and right. amongst their friends. Especially now without the mask. I mean, a lot of kids think you're supposed to wear it, you know, and they're nervous. And so now on Tuesday, you know, I don't know what my daughter, I mean, I, I know she hates wearing it, but, you know, she may be nervous about taking it off, but I, I'm not. I hate the mask. But, you know, it's like, it's just going to be interesting this next couple of weeks with no mask on and, you know. Exactly. Well, Lori, tell everybody where they can find you if they have a question, where they can reach you by email or by phone. And um, just thank you so much for sharing. And where they can get your book. book. The book is on uh, Amazon. It's through Barnes & Noble. It, um, I can't remember where else it is. It is... Uh, We'll find out and put it on our Facebook yes. page. Yes, and then uh, Apple Books. So uh, those are the main sources where they can get the book. You can also, I have a website, you'renotcrazybook.com. Mm -hmm. Also, lauriesingerbehavioralservices.com. And they both, I think you can connect one to the other website okay, as well. Okay, and you see patients as well? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so so do you take insurance, Medicare, all of those things? I don't. I don't take. So you're private. I am private. And um, what I do is I, they come in, we do a super bill, and then they bill their insurance, or they're covered through Tri-Counties Regional Center if they have a developmental disability. Oh, great. Awesome. So, Well, thank you so much for being well, here Thank you today. very much for having me. Of course. We're we'll excited. have to have you back. Yes. After this, it'll be like in a year after all this is done to look and see how this next oh, year is going to I unflip. hope it's sooner than a year. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe like next school year, what, you know, look back. Yes. Wow. And just hopefully we've made a lot of progress and, you know, our kids are happy and the masks are off and people are safe, right? I would hope. Looking we can only that. help. We can only hope that that's what's going to happen. Well, enjoy your beautiful day today. It is absolutely stunning outside. Go outside, have lunch, go to the harbor, to the Greek. I'm going to the harbor, yeah. It is just a beautiful. Town. We're going to the harbor. We're going to go down to the gallery. 
Yeah, and Tuesday, people will be knocking on the doors, right? No masks and open houses again probably next weekend. So it'll be an interesting week. Everyone have a great week. Be safe. And we'll see you next time.